The Money Show. The Africa Business Report. It's brought to you by South African Airways. Yaku Maritz is editor of How We Made It in Africa. And on the 9th of August, which is... Tuesday, Tuesday, it's our, we've got a public holiday uh, for Women's Day. Um, Kenya elections happen on Tuesday. How much of a close run thing is this going to be as we get to the end of the Kenyatta area, er, era? Good evening, Bruce. Yes, today in a week's time, uh, Kenyans are going to the voting booths. Uh, the race for president is basically a battle between two candidates, which most people say is too close to call. The one candidate is Raila Udinga, who is backed by the incumbent president, uh, Uru Kenyatta, like you just mentioned, even though they ran against one another in the previous election. And the other candidate is William Rutu, who is currently Kenyatta's deputy president. So <laughs> Kenyatta has basically turned on his own deputy president and uh, reportedly former friend and thrown his weight behind his one-time rival. And there have been pretty ugly verbal exchanges on the campaign trail between Kenyatta and Ruto, which people say uh, have fueled uh, tensions around these elections. And what are the, the what are the, the poli- what, people- what are the politics of the candidates, Yaku? You got Rilo Dinga, um, you got William Rotu. Um, what are the politics of the candidates? I mean, is this an American-style presidential face-off? Um, and, and you know, the, you have strong executive power. How, how does it all work? Explain. Uh, I, I can't sort of go into detail each of their policies. Uh, I, I know Rutu as the sort of. Um, Build the economy from the bottom up approach. Um, like the Kenyans who he says is hustling every day, like he wants sort of to help them. But yeah, there's, um, Kenyatta says that Rutu, um, undermined him when he was, uh, president and everyone's accusing one another of, uh, corruption. So yeah, it's 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 quite uh, messy from from where I'm sitting. Are there different political parties? I mean, for Uhuru Kenyatta to switch sides, effectively, is he is he supporting somebody from an opposition party? How does that work? Yes, yeah, so they they've um, they've got these like lots of political parties, but then sort of the parties come together to um, form a coalition, um, and I think. Um, so why people are closely watching the situation is if I'm not sure if you remember, but back in 2007, there was this, that very bad post, uh, election violence in Kenya. Uh, Udinga actually also ran in that election where over a thousand Kenyans were killed and hundreds of thousands of people were displaced from the, uh, homes and farms and so forth. And it was very much along tribal lines. I'm, I'm not sure if you remember that famous picture of the Maasai warriors using bows and arrows to battle another tribe uh, over a dispute that was stirred by that uh, residential vote. So since then, every time when Kenya holds elections, there is this nervousness about whether something bad will happen again. In the past, expats, for instance, would often leave the country over the 
election period. So how t- I, I was reading... A, how, a, how tense are things now, Yaku? I mean, do we run a risk of a rerun of that sort of level of violence? It, it's difficult to say. I was reading a, an editorial um, in the country's biggest newspaper on Sunday, and according to them, there are already signs that the situation could easily get out of hand. So, yeah, I, I don't want to be like there, there seems to be a bit of tension, but I also don't want to be alarmist. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we must all just hope and pray um, everything goes well. Yeah, but look, Tuesday is going to be interesting and we'll see the future direction of Kenya, either under President Raila Odinga or William Ruto. Uh, I don't know. Let's lighten it up a little bit. Uh, it depends on which passport you've got as to how lightheartedly you can treat this. Of course, South Africa has got the green mamba, as they call it. Um, and it's a passport that is actually quite you can use it in lots of different countries. You can use 105 countries visa-free. How do Af- other African passports shape up? Yeah, so there is this uh, index called the Henley Passport Index, which uh, basically ranks countries, uh, most of the countries in the world according to the number of destinations the passport holders can visit without need needing a visa prior to travel. So overall, Japan has the world's most powerful passport with uh, visa-free access to 193 countries, followed by Singapore and South Korea. And Afghanistan has the weakest passport. Its citizens can only visit 27 countries without obtaining a visa. So looking at how African countries stack up, uh, Seychelles has the continent's most powerful passport, followed by Mauritius. And South Africa actually ranks third on the continent. Like you said, we can visit 105 countries without a visa. And in global terms, we kind of rank sort of in the, in the middle. Um, I, I know South Africans often complain that we need a visa for everywhere, but I think people should count their blessings because if you lived in Nigeria or Ethiopia, um, also considering Nigeria is Africa's um, biggest economy, you would um, be able to visit only 46 countries visa-free compared to our 105. And uh, at the bottom of the Africa ranking, you have uh, Somalia, and they can only visit 35 destinations without a visa. Yaku, thanks very much indeed. Yaku. I switched myself off. Yaku Maritz is the editor at How We Made It in Africa with our Africa Business Report this evening. Yeah, the big story next week is certainly going to be a focus in on elections in Kenya.